0: Hey everyone, welcome to a common life podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and again, I'm not here with my bride, Morgan. We have just a crazy week. This is Thanksgiving week for us, and anytime our schedule changes, it just messes everything up. And so she's missing again. She misses you guys. Hopefully, she will be back next week. I'm looking forward to having her back. It's hard doing these things by myself. Um, But here we go. So, in this episode, I'm going to be looking ahead into December, and if we're already in December and you're listening to this, I'm just going to be talking about uh, the seasonal guide, the garden, what's going on in December, and really the purpose and point of this guide, this version of the newsletter, is really to give you some ideas and some guidance on you know, the gardening things that are going on in the month and also some ideas on living seasonally if you want to um, try to just yeah embrace the season live with the rhythms one of the things I wrote in the newsletter was how a few years ago we started doing advent calendar and we would do it at night with our kids and the first probably a couple years we did it, you know, we would start somewhat strong, we'd do it for a few nights in a row, and then eventually we would just taper off. I mean, the closer we got to Christmas, it would inevitably, our evenings would get filled up with events, and you know, things would just tumble, and, and at the end of the day, Morgan and I are always so tired, and so if you're going to do what we wanted to do, which is slow down at night, have time and space to enjoy and We would, you know, we we wanted to light a candle and we wanted to listen to some music, potentially sing some songs and have a chance to read, you know, out of the Bible or read out of a, you know, an Advent kind of devotional style book and um, not be rushed. And to do that, you know, you just got to plan and prepare because, you know, if dinner runs late or something, you know, is going on, then, you know, it can just end up, not having the time and space and so inevitably we would taper off and we would not do it as much and and so I think it was probably two years ago Morgan and I we were just like hey let's just make it a point to clear our schedules and our evenings in December we're not scheduling anything in the evenings in December because this is going to be a priority for us and at the time that felt so daunting because december is full of parties and just full of all the different kinds of things that you could easily schedule whether it's going to see lights or going ice skating or you know it's like all these fun good things that you could do but we just said hey let's just clear the calendar let's make this a priority and let's try to do it as much as we possibly can and we did and it was such a success. You know, we didn't do it every night. We did miss some nights. We still made room for some events that were important to us, but we just really upped the, the priority of doing the advent calendar. And that was probably the first time, that I think as a family, we really emphasized a, like a rhythm, like a tradition that, that took up so much time and so much space. And it was just such a blessing. And I can remember thinking that season was slow, It was, you know, just nice to end the day when it seems like it's such hustle bustle season. But you end the day with some singing and a lit candle and just slow at the end of the day with your kids. Um, It's just a beautiful thing. And so you might not do that this upcoming December. You know, that might not be your thing or not something you're interested in. But I hope what that story does do is encourage you uh, to make intentional choices. You know, if you do want to live a slower, intentional life and um, live seasonally and feel and be present in the moment that you're in with your kids or with your friends and with yourself then, yeah, I hope that story encourages you to to make some intentional choices, and um, I really do think you'll reap the benefits of that. So yeah, looking ahead into December, first let's talk a little bit about the garden. So probably not much going on in the garden as December rolls around, the day's are getting very, very short. And so things really aren't growing a whole bunch right now. They're kind of probably just maintaining. And if they are growing, it is very, very slow. Uh, In our garden throughout December, we'll have some salad greens. And we seeded some. uh, So this is right now in the week of Thanksgiving. So we just seeded some last week. So about the third week in November. And they're growing pretty slowly, but maybe they'll keep growing and we'll have some greens in second or third week of December. We'll see. Uh, The first group that we seeded, they are beautiful. They look great. The ones that actually are growing well, um, they look great. And we're harvesting those and eating those in our salads. And so if that's you, definitely keep harvesting, keep eating, and keep your eyes and ears open for cold nights um, because we're definitely going to get some during December, I am sure. And so just stay prepared, keep that garden going and see if you can make it into like February with some, some of the the crops that you've got in your garden. Um, keep harvesting the greens and root vegetables and replenish the mulch in your garden with fallen leaves. Now's the time. I mean, our yard right now is covered up in leaves. It's crazy. Um, got a lot of work ahead of me for that. But most of those leaves, it's like gold. I will put them in the garden. And what I can't put in the garden, um, I'll put off into side flower beds and let that compost and uh, basically just in place. And throughout the year, I'll go over, scoop it up, put it in the garden when I need it. Also, uh, definitely start thinking about getting your seed books um, requested and ordered uh, because we're going to be seeding in January. Um, crops like broccoli, kale, cabbage, head lettuce, celery, kohlrabi. And then early February, mid-February, we're going to be seeding like tomatoes and peppers. So you're going to want to go ahead and get ahead of that and uh, get your seeds ordered a lot of times, especially after COVID. Now it's kind of back to normal, but a lot of times seeds will be out of stock. Um, So if there's a specific variety that you want, uh, definitely get your seed books, seed catalogs now and get those seeds ordered. Um, if you have a compost pile outside, usually it rains a ton during December, January, February. And excuse me, you do not want your compost pile just out getting pounded with rain because all of the nutrients will just leach right out. So if you, if you have an outdoor compost pile, cover those piles. Um, some ideas in terms of like living seasonally, um, to embrace kind of the rhythms of you know creation and what's happening out in nature um i really encourage you to try to pick up some journaling in december just start writing a little bit about last year or excuse me well this year as it's wrapping up and then look ahead a little bit like this is the season of dreaming and think about like what you want your garden to look like by now we've kind of forgotten about the weeds and the hassle of the summer garden and it's easy to dream. So let yourself dream a little bit and dream about that garden that you want next year. It's not a bad idea to go ahead and draw it out and figure out where you think you want to put stuff and plan, you know, here's my what I'm gonna do in the spring, early spring, here's what's gonna go in the summer, and you know, in the fall, this is what I want to do. Let yourself dream a little bit. And if you're out and about and you're going to a local farmer's market, which by the way, if you have a farmer's market that is Carrying local produce from local farmers. Definitely support those farmers. Um, I think I mentioned this in a previous newsletter, but I'll mention it again. Some farmers, not a lot, but some farmers actually grow during the fall, winter, and early spring and take summer off because it can be so hot and a lot of times so dry and just hard in the summer. And it's not any easier really in the winter, but it's a give and take. And, uh, you know, the benefits of winter are you know much less weed pressure, the weather's not so hot and scorching, and there's less competition. So if you have a local farmer's market and there are local growers there, definitely go and support them. And some things that you might find there are going to be like your, your brassicas, which is the cabbage family. So broccoli, kale, Brussels sprouts, collards, kohlrabi, cauliflower, all of those things are being harvested now. And again, the days are pretty short, so it's not really growing. Um, but farmers may uh, be leaving them out in the field and harvesting them and bringing them to market as uh, the markets come. So, And they're really good. If you could harvest like a head of broccoli right now, out of your garden after it's been kind of, you know, a little chilly and it's gone through a couple frosty nights, that broccoli is so sweet. Same thing with all of your greens and kales like arugula. Now to, in my opinion, um, a good salad harvested during, you know, winter when the nights have gotten cold um, is the best tasting salad to me, which I keep saying winter. We're still in fall. That points me to something else that I want to say. The winter solstice is December... 22nd this year. So that's an important date to remember. And uh, yeah, that's going to be the shortest day of the year. And a great time to reflect and bid farewell to the diminishing daylight and welcome the onset of winter. Um, So yeah, some other really cool things that are coming up uh, this month. um, You'll be able to visit, sorry, not visit, um, Elon Musk hasn't gotten us there yet, but you will be able to see Mercury. Uh, it's going to be low in the Western sky just after sunset, and it's going to be at the highest point on December 4th. So early this month, uh, Mercury will be visible. And then we've got the best meteor shower shower of the year is in December and it's the Geminids. It might be Geminide. Geminides. Geminids. I should probably know that before I get on here and say it, but I'll go with Geminids. And it is this year, the best night will be the 13th after midnight. And so the full moon is going to be on the 27th. And so the new moon is like the 12th or 11th this year, meaning and the new moon's like where the moon is dark. So it's going to be really close to the new moon. So the sky should be really uh, moon, it's not going to be moonlit. It's going to be really dark. And so the meteor shower should be really good for viewing this year. Uh, our family, we're going to try to do that. Um, it's always tough with young kids to get out, <laughs> to get out, uh, after midnight, to wake them up, to wake yourself up. It's hard, but if you're going to do it for a meteor shower, this is the one. Yeah, so the 27th of December is the full moon this month, and it is the cold moon. Uh, it marks the arrival of cold winter air and the lengthening of dark skies. So um, that is the full moon for this month. And the calendar of firsts. So some things that you might be looking for that could happen. It could be the first time it happens this year. Um Orion is going to be popping up into the sky. It'll be the first full viewing of Orion this year. And actually this fall, because it does stretch over. I'm just not thinking that. That's true. So Orion is visible in the winter. So December, January, February. And so it was already viewed this year. Now that I think that. But for the fall. It's the first one viewed in the fall. And also, you might see your first ice or frost flower. Have you guys ever seen that? I actually was on the Appalachian Trail uh, in November, and we saw quite a few. Um, They're really fascinating things, fascinating developments that happen as water oozes out of the ground and out of the stems of plants. Uh, frost flowers, so if you haven't seen one of those yet, be on the lookout. Also, first sighting of wintering waterfowl, northern pintails, buffleheads, hooded mergansers, so like ducks, they're going to be coming down, and if you're a duck hunter, you definitely want some cold weather to push those birds down. And I wrote first bite of fruitcake. If you're going to eat fruitcake, apparently December's when you're supposed to eat it. And remember that... These are just some ideas for you. So it's hard, man. December, like calendar of first, like, okay, what's the first thing that's happened? If you guys have ideas for November and December, January is not going to be easy either. Maybe, I mean, by the time we get February and then March, April, May, it's just going to be like boom, 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 like a lot of firsts, but December, it's tough. I think first ice flower is a good one. I mean, come on, that's a good one. We haven't had one of those yet, but see, then again, that come because shoot, man, we probably had some in January, and February, but seasonally, seasonally, come on, seasonally it makes total sense for the winter, the first ice or frost flower. Oof. Okay. Well, I think that's going to be it for this episode, guys thanks for bearing with me. If you made it this far, man, y'all are troopers. I hope it was a blessing. I hope you enjoy your December. Let it slow down a little bit. Soak it up and keep harvesting those greens if you've got them. And if you've got a local farmer's market, definitely go support those farmers. And until next time, happy gardening.